In Matthew's book, Jesus said, go into all the land. Take the word, share it, teach it, preach to every man. Just do his will, because he always has... Hello, this is Dr. Greg Mays with Your Word Wednesday. Years ago, I watched a movie with my daughter, and it's called A Walk to Remember. And if you haven't seen the movie, I would encourage you to go and watch it. It is a good movie, and it's one of those coming-of-age type films. Maybe doesn't end like you think it would. It's, I think it's based off a, might be a Nicholas Sparks book, but I'm not sure. Anyway, so in this movie, there's a line. And I think it's a father asking the daughter or a young man asking the, his girlfriend. But the question is, what do you think God wants for you? And her response is, I think God wants me to be happy. I hear that frequently, even in today's walk. When I meet with people and I speak with people and I hear people, whether it's on a social media platform or just talking in conversation, there is this belief that God wants you to be happy. Here's the reality. That isn't the truth. What God wants from you is your obedience. What God wants from you is your faith. And if the only way that you will give God your obedience, if the only way you will give God your faith is if he makes you happy, well, I can tell you, you are not going to have many happy days in the Lord. Come with me in your Bible to the book of Acts. And I found myself in this passage a few weeks ago, and I loved it. I said, man, this is a podcast idea. I do that very frequently. But watch this. I am in the book of Acts, and I am in chapter 20. Paul is speaking, and Paul is on his one of his missionary journeys. And listen carefully to what he says. Remember, we're talking about this idea that God wants you to be happy. He says, And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city, the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. The task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom will ever see me again. Therefore, I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you. For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. He says, Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. 
I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. Now I commit to you, I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Does that sound like a man who is about to go on to happy, happy, joy, joy times? No. And not only that, he is promising that those believers whom he is leaving behind, he's promising them that they too will not have happy, happy, joy, joy times. So where do we get this idea from? This idea that being in Christ means you must be happy. Well, I hate to break the news to you, but that really is a ploy of the enemy and our own misunderstandings of who God really is. So you have to understand, God is a long game player. Can I use that phrase? He plays the long game. He's not worried about the short, immediate gratification. Eternity is in the balance. And this is what he has done so that you can have a right relationship with him. He manifested himself in human form in the man, Jesus Christ. He then walked a blameless life, an example for us to see. Then he allowed himself to be arrested, allowed himself to be crucified on the cross, and gave up his life and the whole point of that was so that you could accept that sacrifice for the forgiveness of your sins. That was his purpose. So why would he do things to compromise that? He doesn't allow us to do things to compromise that without consequence. So yes, you're going to run into some hardships. Jesus said in John 16, 33, I say this quite a bit on this podcast. He said, in this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. You're going to have problems. That's not a question. The question is, how are you going to handle those problems when they come? Are you going to face them head on by the power of the Holy Spirit like we learned about with Paul? Or are you going to turn your back on God because you believe that if God loved you, he would want you to be happy? Don't make that mistake. Don't be a person who believes that if God loved you, he would want you to be happy. We don't find that in his word in the way that we are 
believing it. He does want you to be blessed. He does want you to be joyful. He wants those things for you, but that's not his ultimate goal. He ultimately wants you to be in a right relationship with him, accepting what Jesus Christ did on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins. Because a righteous, holy God cannot abide with you as long as you are allowing your sin to go unredeemed. Won't you allow the redemptive sacrifice of Jesus Christ to cover your sins that you may enter into a right and wonderful relationship with God the Father today. I pray that this is a blessing for you. And remember, stay strong. So what you're waiting for? Someone to feel the pain some more? Because you ain't share the love the great you found within the Father's care. To share the love of God is more than just a simple job. It's Christ being a boot off the Holy Spirit's law. Share it.